The Ballard Institute and Museum of Puppetry at Yukon celebrates the opening of Swing Into Action, Maurice Sendak and the World of Puppetry. And that will be premiering on July the 7th next week, starting at 4.30. And it's my pleasure to welcome back John Bell, the director of the Ballard Institute and Museum of Puppetry. John, good morning. Thanks for joining us this morning and telling us about Maurice Sendak, who, as I recall, he was not a puppeteer. So how do you work him into what you're doing up there at the museum? Right. Th thanks, Wayne. I appreciate so much being uh, on your show this morning. Yeah, Sendak was not a puppeteer, but all through his life, the, um, his interest in the drawings and characters that he made so often transferred into collaborations with people who turned those images and characters into uh, moving material things, puppets and animation and uh, mechanical toys and, and other things that brought his images to life uh, in, in performance. So the exhibition, Swing Into Action, Maurice Sendak and the World of Puppetry, looks at the different ways that the ideas he had about uh, characters moving in space appeared not only in his drawings, but also in different types of, of puppet shows and uh, ballets and operas and even a Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade inflatable. So it's, it's just been really interesting to think about his work, which I know from the, from the books he wrote, and, and see images of it and, and, and bring those puppets to the Ballad Institute. John, the title of the exhibition is Swing Into Action, Maurice Sendak and the World of Puppetry. What does Swing Into Action mean here? Well, he, he wrote in an essay in 1964, The Shape of Music, because music was really influential to his work. He said, uh, vivify, quicken, and vitalize of these quicken uh, best suggests the genuine spirit of animation, the breathing of life, the swing into action that I consider an essential quality in pictures for children's books. And this idea of an inanimate object swinging into action is really what puppetry is all about. When you, you take some, uh, you know, a sculpture or a piece of paper that has a picture on it and you start moving it around, then you're really into the world of puppetry. So uh, that swing into action is, is the shift from uh, you know, immobile uh, pictures into this world of things moving in space in a parade or in a puppet show, in a film, something like that. It opens on Thursday, a week from today, July the 7th at 4.30 p.m. What happens on Thursday? Well, uh, people are going to arrive. Uh, it's our first uh, exhibition opening since uh, COVID began a few years ago, so we're very excited about that. First in-person exhibition opening, right? In That's right. And we're also streaming it on our Facebook uh, page. Two really exciting, uh, talented Yukon Puppet Arts graduate students, Jaron Hollander and Abigail Baird, are going to perform a new toy theater show they created uh, based on a book of Sendak's, We Are All in the Dumps with Jack and Guy. And uh, they'll be doing that a couple of times uh, while people arrive. And then we'll do an exhibition tour with Matt Sorensen, the exhibition designer, and me, the curator. Plus we'll have folks from the Maurice Sendak Foundation um, in Ridgefield, Connecticut, who've lent us 
the all uh, a lot of the the elements of the exhibit. So it's going to be a good time. And um, at six o'clock, there's going to also be down on uh, the town square and um, downtown stores an outdoor concert, uh, part of their concert series. So so people could come and make a nice evening of it on Thursday. You're also featuring in the exhibition the work of an American puppeteer based in Italy. What puppet shows did she make with Sendak? Well, this is uh, Amy Luckenbach, and uh, that's been a real nice discovery. I didn't really know about her, but she uh, bought Where the Wild Things Are, I guess Sendak's most famous book, uh, in a bookshop in London in the 60s and read it to her kids. And then she said, boy, I'm a puppeteer. I want to make a puppet show with this, and she did. And she performed it, a hand puppet show, uh, in piazzas and towns in Italy. And then met Sendak. They really hit it off. Uh, They started collaborating on other puppet shows, including uh, an opera of Where the Wild Things Are. And then a show called Fantasy Sketches and Young Mozart, which was done at the New Haven International Festival of Arts and Ideas in 2001. Um, And that, that... dealt with a lot of uh, Sendak's love for this, the composer Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart and a lot of his uh, sketches that, that reflected his childhood and some of his sort of fantastic, surrealistic thoughts. So her work, um, which Sendak really loved, he, he said she was the perfect collaborator. That's going to be part of the exhibition and uh, that's been a new discovery for us in the world of puppetry, in addition to some of the other things in the exhibit. As I recall, Maurice Sendak also had a tie to Yukon. He would obviously he would uh, occasionally come up and uh, be part of the big book show that they had up there, the uh, program that was uh, very popular over the years. Now, he was born in 1928. He hated school, but he loved books, comics, movies, and the folk tales his father told him. Later, he did odd jobs to support his painting and sketching. While he was doing window displays for a Manhattan toy store, he discovered the work of illustrators like Randolph Caldecott in his book department. He began illustrating children's books himself, and, inspired by reminiscences of his childhood, he began to write them as well. So it was a great legacy of children's literature from the great Maurice Sendak. And the most famous one of his is probably Where the Wild Things Are, what kind of puppet productions are based on that book? Well, uh, we have Amy Luckenbach's shows, uh, actually two of them. Also, um, the famous film, Where the Wild Things Are, uh, directed by Spike Jones, And we have three of those, uh, those figures, uh, two of the giant puppets and the, the costume for Max, that are coming from Warner Brothers archives in Los Angeles. Those, those are going to be at the show, at the exhibition, and those are very exciting. Then we have a, a giant goose puppet that's like 14 feet tall uh, that was in an opera, a Mozart opera called The Goose of Cairo. So that's going to be in the middle of our second gallery. We're just going to squeeze it in under the ceiling of, our, of, uh, of that room. There's also uh, a, the armature a model of the giant inflatable wild thing puppet that was in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And then other puppets there were in shows like Comedy on the Bridge um, uh, that that he was totally interested in. 
he designed shows like uh, The Nutcracker, which has tons of puppets and masks, and a show called The Love for Three Oranges, uh, which also, like a lot of operas, you know, has a lot of spectacles. So there was real room when he started doing that kind of work, real room for uh, exploring his love of, of mater the material world and performance, as we say, designing masks, designing puppets, designing giant uh, mechanical moving characters on stage. So it's, it's, uh, we're starting to set it up now, and it's really interesting to see all these large, colorful uh, puppets and masks and moving stage devices. Yeah, which one's your favorite? Um, I kind of like the goose because it's so goofy. Like, Sendak had this... He, it was interesting. He was very serious at times and often dealt in, delved into kind of sort of darker psychological matter in the lives of children, but also he was very goofy. And there, this goose, it's, uh, it's really big and imposing, and it's also a little bit goofy. He had a way of designing things with a little bit of a smile on their face that's a little like an inside, uh, I don't know, humor about, about the situation. So I, I love this giant goose. I'm really looking forward to seeing that. But the Wild Things characters are really impressive. They're about, I don't know, seven feet tall, eight feet tall. I don't know if, if people have seen the film where the Wild Things are, but they're, that's another, you know, L.A. Hollywood realization of his, his storybook um, for, for this film by Spike Jones. And now, cried Max, let the wild rumpus begin, a line from Maury Sendak in Where the Wild Things Are. And you just mentioned the movie that that was based on, and I just looked at the cast for the movie. Well, one of the key players, and that was Mark Ruffalo as Adrian. Mark Ruffalo got an Emmy for a tremendous job he did with that HBO miniseries of the Wally Lamb book, I Know This Much Is True. Uh, James Gandolfini was in it as a voice only. Forrest Whitaker, who was a famous actor. Catherine O'Hara, the Home Alone mom, was in it. And even the director, Spike Jones was in it as well, voice only. So some pretty big names were in that motion picture of Where the Wild Things Are, a 2009 fantasy adventure drama film. John, your exhibition opening will include performances of a toy theater show by two Yukon puppet arts graduate students. Tell me about that. Well, um, Jaron and Abigail, uh, they've been working since the spring semester on this project. Uh, they come from the world of uh, circus arts and, and clowning. They're both from the West Coast, and, uh, but they're really great puppeteers. They created this toy theater small tabletop show with flat cutout characters from this book, uh, We Are All in the Dumps with Jack and Guy. And then they made a really beautiful digital video kind of backdrop. So they're, they're playing in front of this uh, animated digital video based on Sendak's drawings from the book. And then they have these uh, flat cutout characters who perform in front. And we're all in the dumps with Jack and Guy. It's from the 1980s. And when a lot of Sendak's work got more serious in a way and, and less kind of focused only on for children, and it was written at the time when uh, there was like a housing crisis in New York and the AIDS crisis. Um, there was a lot of gentrification going on. The Trump Tower actually plays a role in this show, you know, long before uh, President Trump was uh, in office. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's part of Sendak's work or where he's thinking about 
society and justice, uh, things like that. He was the son of um, Polish uh, Jewish immigrants uh, who came to the U.S. You know, uh, uh, before World War II, but he was very aware of um, you know the holo- the history of the Holocaust and you know these these modern catastrophes and crises that uh, that that he kept with him in a way, even with his kids' books. You know, he had this sense that not everything was hunky-dory all the time. And um, this show, We Are All in the Dumps of Jack and Guy, is an interesting exploration of how empathy and and uh, mutual support can happen even in difficult times. So uh, very well done puppet show. We're hoping that it might be performed um, at the museum in the fall as well, but people can come and see it for free next Thursday. Swing into action. Maurice Sendak and the World of Puppetry opens next Thursday, July the 7th at 4.30, and it runs through December 16th, 2022. Information at bimp.ucon.edu. That's B-I-M-P dot edu. The Ballard Institute open Wednesday through Saturday, 10 a.m. until 4 p.m. Face masks are strongly recommended, but they are not required. To learn more about Maurice Sendak at the Ballard Institute and Museum of Puppetry, the director John Bell joins us this morning. John, thank you. Always a pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much, Wayne. Have a great day. So much appreciate uh, being on your show. Thank you.
Police say they seized large amounts of fentanyl, crack cocaine, and suboxone strips yesterday. Lots of fun and free activity at Wilson Square and Willimantic. The Freedom Fest takes place tomorrow, too, featuring music and dramatic presentations with a Latino religious message. The United States Coast Guard Band returns to the Blue Shade Saturday night at 6. Some KJVD plays at 2 on Monday after their award-winning Boondock Parade at 11. WYNI East on 833. News Time, Country Carpenter. Job sites today are marked by the sounds of today's modern construction. Hey, you had a